Hello everybody and welcome to a new episode. Sorry that it will be such a short one um, or, or a relative short one but uh, I'm a bit sick and uh, my voice fails me sometimes and I have to cough often and yeah I don't want to really record that for you so um, that was that was an ambulance. Um, so let's just uh, get straight into it. Um, I'm recording this um, well, how, how, how you want to say it? The day before, uh, the, the, the day of the last day of the season, but for me it's in the night, so it's like the day before it, you know what I'm saying? But uh, there's one more game day, let's, let's, let's put it that way. And um, the playoff picture is kind of set. A few changes might still occur, especially for the third seed in the West. But, um, you know... Something that I'm very happy about, uh, Miami Heat, first seed in the East, can't complain. Doesn't rel- doesn't necessarily mean, <coughs> sorry, that um, they'll win it all. I'm not so sure about that, but it is a confidence booster. I want to congrats the Celtics because they were down in the hole, especially in the beginning of the season. Now they're the third seed, um, and they do they play tonight? I don't know, but. Can they still become second? I can't. I don't actually know. Uh, Philly did well. Toronto absolutely stormed back. I didn't expect them to be there. I expected them to be in the play-in, but uh, props to them. Chicago fell off, but Lonzo Ball got injured. Caruso didn't play that much anymore, and um, it just it fell off a little bit. But 60 is still good. It's an improvement from last year, if I if I remember correctly. Boston. Honestly, could and probably should have been better. Should the situation we, I mean, there are some different reasons, of course. Uh, Cleveland fell off a little bit, but eight seed for Cleveland is top. They can be really proud of that. Atlanta, especially um, when you compare it to last year when they made the conference finals, which they still in theory can make, but I don't expect them to. But neither did I expect them to do it last year but still <coughs> sorry um and yeah charlotte did well uh um, well it's okay there are both 500 that's good and then the other five teams in the east uh new york really fell off um since they made the playoffs last year i was like hey i, I had some expectations from the Knicks, but then didn't, didn't happen the rest doesn't surprise me that much um I mean, Washington maybe could have been better, but it's all right. Phoenix absolutely stole the show. Of course, best team in the league. Uh, Memphis surprised me. Uh, young team with a lot of talent, but raw talent still has to develop. And yet they're here, the second seed in the West. So, yeah, congratulations. It kind of deserves an applause, but I'm not going to applaud. Um, Golden State, third seed, good. Could, could have been better, but third seed is very good. Dallas could still get the third seed uh, because they have the tiebreaker. So if they win tonight, they will be the third seed. Uh, so who knows? Utah, mm, look, uh, Utah fifth seed is good, um, but it's just, I don't know, I expected a bit better, in comp- especially in, comp- in, in comparison with last season. I think they were the first seed, and Phoenix was the second or the other way around. But they were the first to the second seed, now to the fifth seed. Still not bad. They could still do some uh, in the playoffs. But I don't know. This Jazz don't 
give the same confidence or don't show the same confidence as they did last year. And I don't know what to expect um, from them in the playoffs, but we'll go to a playoff episode later. Uh, this is the end of the season and just take, take a look at the standings and then I'm going to give you my award predictions and that's honestly just, just going to be it. Uh, so yeah. Uh, Denver, 6th seed, okay, they are guaranteed with that. Could still go up to the 5th seed, I don't know if they can. They have the same record as the Jazz, and they played tonight, I'm pretty sure about that. But maybe Jazz, it was, I don't know, they might still overtake the Jazz. Uh, Minnesota, 7th seed from Minnesota, really good. Uh, I'm a bit of a Minnesota Timberwolves fan, and I'm very happy to see a 46-35 and record. For Minnesota, that's an amazing record. Uh, and just the 7th seed for Minnesota is good. Um... Sometimes I really don't like the play-in because a 9 and a 10 seed, especially in the West, like in the East, they are they are all above 500, but in the West, the 8 seed is above 500 by one game, the Clippers. So if they make the playoffs, then that, that, that's normal, right? But the New Orleans Pelicans are 36 and 45. They stormed back, by the way, because in the beginning of the season, they were bottom last. So congratulations on that 9 seed. If you were that last at the beginning of the season, not bad. Um... And San Antonio are actually quite far above 500, in my opinion. Uh, nine, yeah, yeah, nine games for New Orleans, and uh, now I really have to do some math. 13 games, is that yeah, and 13 games above uh, under 500 for San Antonio, and um, yeah, that's just, mm, I don't know, like if they st- if one of those teams makes it, which is possible. Then what, right? Because I don't really think, based on regular season performances, that they really deserve a playoff spot. Uh, so, so sometimes I actually don't like the playing. I just let just let me hear about your opinion because I'm actually very curious. Um, but it's I don't know. It just feels weird. Um, it was fun last year, and it, I don't know. It's fun. And it's nice to have these additional games, and it's uh, a big fundraiser for the NBA, of course, because it's all about the additional money, let's be honest. So, and it's fun, but I don't know. Maybe the game should just be there without there being a playoff spot, but then sponsors don't pay, and the NBA will just toss the money instead of, instead of gaining the money. And, 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 and. So, uh, yeah, maybe, I don't know. And also, and also for... Just imagine... You play for Minnesota, right? Uh, you had a great regular season, and then you lose two games, which can always happen to anyone. Then you don't make the playoffs? Like, that's just so weird. Um, I mean, it's just so... I mean, of course, if you then look at just these two games, then you should have won them, because the others are worse teams, in theory. <coughs> um, sorry. So... But I don't think you should take a look at just two games or one game if you just win one, of course. But take a look at over the whole and then like just, just go back to the way it was. I I, I, I I like that more. Just just my opinion. Big surprise. <laughs> Later didn't make it. Now, is it a big surprise? Honestly, eh, eh. it is a surprise that they're not in a play-in. But they were getting worse and worse, and I wasn't expecting them to make the playoffs anymore. Uh, so that didn't surprise me at all. 
then they didn't mean to play and that surprised me and i honestly found it funny if i'm if i'm very honest i had to laugh sorry if 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 you're a lakers fan i'm not a haters later not at all i'm only a heat fan and the rest of the teams i don't hate um but it's just i, I just find it funny that a powerhouse like the lakers like that just fell off in one season the team is just too old I think Davis has too many injuries. Now, props to LeBron, though. No, no, no. LeBron is 37 and is putting up numbers that are ridiculous. Uh, he's starting the scoring title, right? But he is trying to sit out the last two games. So, um, but, you know, and just crazy, right? So, it isn't the fault of LeBron. If anybody says that, they deserve to be hit by something. Or just deserve a little slap. Um, because that's, uh, that's just bullshit. That's just BS. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, rest of the teams, I mean, Portland, they are rebuilding in a way, so they didn't have Damian Lillard <laughs> either, so for a big part of the season at least. So, I mean, they're a bit low, 13 seed, not good, but they should, maybe should have been better, but it is what it is, it's still alright. Uh, that's for the standings, it's pretty brief, we're not going in that. Uh, award predictions. Uh, just going straight to it. Rookie of the year. Honestly, you can't make any mistakes as long as you stay within the three, the top three. Uh, Scotty Barnes, um, Kate, Kate Cunningham, and Evan Mo and Evan Mobley. Um, it's a very tough one, honestly. And as long if you have a vote, I actually hope that nobody with a vote listen to me because then what the heck are you doing with your time? Um, but. If you do, thank you very much, and please keep listening. But um, if I would have a vote, if you, I'm, I'm not even going to pretend I would have a vote. If you would have a vote, as long as you stay within those three, uh, it would be generally acceptable. Um, even some some other rookies would be like acceptable, but I wouldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but just stay within the top three. And you're doing, and either one of the three can win it, in my opinion. Um, and it's a tough one. Um, honestly, if I would have to give it a vote, uh, I don't know, man. I, to be honest, it would, I, it would either be Mobley or Barnes and not Cunningham. Yeah, the great rookie season, all right, but I don't know. Like, just the most random fact I picked up from uh, the Kenny For Real channel, the second channel of K of KOT For Q. Go follow if you like some NBA content. It's amazing. Um, it's not sponsored, by the way. It's just that I heard him say this. I don't, don't want to get copyrighted or anything. So, uh, what did... Oh, yeah. He gave me the most random fact in one of in, in, in one of his videos that uh, Stradie Barnes is the most versatile defender in the league. That's great. Evan Mobley can score, can play defense. Now, Cunningham is also a great defender. Very great defender. So, if you're looking at that, that's, that's not what I'm saying. But what mostly makes that decision is their impact on their teams. In a way that uh, Toronto didn't make the play-in. Or at least, maybe they made the play-in last year. I can't remember. But they did make the playoffs. Even when they made the play-in. If they did, <laughs> so then they lost there. But they weren't... In the playoff picture, at least, really. And now they are. And that's 
partly, definitely not completely, not at all, but partly for to Scotty Barnes, and the same goes for Cleveland. They were a pretty, a pretty bad team last year, let's be honest, and now they're actually exciting to watch. And that's also partly because of Evan Mobley. Uh, and Kate Cunningham, now he's a great player, but the team hasn't elevated. Um, that isn't his fault, but I don't know. If that's close, maybe you should take a look at that, the impact on their teams. And Kate had an impact, right? In my opinion, the Pistons played better, way better than they did last season, but you can't really see it in the standings, and you know? So, let's just keep it on that. Story Barnes or Evan Mobley. If, if Kate wins it, honestly, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if he won it, but it's just I wouldn't do it. But if he wins it, then there is no real mistake with it or something. It's not that he doesn't really deserve it. So yeah, it's pretty tight. If you then move on to defensive player of the year. Uh no, let's first move on to most improved. Uh, most improved for me is John Morand. If you want to hear some numbers, I'll, I'll give you some. I have his stats open on Basketball Reference right now. So, um, I'll take a look. So, if we are having a look at, for example, his three-point percentage isn't good. <laughs> it went up from uh, 30% to 34%. That's It's both not good, but it's getting up. So, that's a, that's a W. Uh, his effective field goal percentage went from... Under 500 to above 500, that's a W. Uh, so that is something that we should take a look at. The free throws he hit improved a little bit. Not, 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 that, that, not that that actually really matters to me. Um, his rebounding numbers went up a little bit if you care about it. But I don't know. Like, it's important, but he's a point guard, so I don't know. Um, his assist went down a little bit, right? Steals went up a little bit, blocks went up a little bit, uh, but now we get there, is that his points went up from 19 to 27 and a half, and that they will always factor in for me, the, the team performance and a player's impact on the team, um, and that's, I mean, Jarman's impact on the Grizzlies is enormous, without Jaw, they're still a good team because they played a while without him. They still got a lot of wins. They lost a bit more, but not that much more. But still, the Grizzlies wouldn't be where they are as the second seed without John Morant. So that's actually just why. Now the same goes for last season, but just he improves and he deserves it for me. You could also make a case for like for like Garland or something. All deserve it, but I'm just going for John Morant. Uh. Yeah, defensive player of the year. I actually just forgot what the heck I had to say. Oh yeah. Um, in the beginning of the season, let's all disagree. That was Draymond Green. He got injured, and he wasn't it anymore. Um, you could make a case for Bam for Bam Adebayo. That's a bit of heat bias right there. Uh, you could make a case. He's not gonna win it. No, but you could really make a case. <coughs> um, yeah. That's that. Uh, you could you could make a case, but honestly, it's kind of tough to do that. Uh, to make a defensive player of the year choice, honestly, it, it really is for me. Um, I'm not gonna give you names. I'm just gonna give you some 
players who I think can win it, not necessarily will. Like, Mikael Bridges probably won't win it, but he's a great defender. Um, Marcus Smart is the anchor point of a great Boston defense. Um, you know, so, uh, Giannis still, of course. Like, and the other players, yeah, Joel. Like, you know, so many players uh, still go bare again. Uh, I don't think he's gonna win it, but I'm. I don't. I, I don't actually think I can give you a name. No, I can't, and I won't. Um, it's a tough one. I'm actually just gonna let it rest. There, few. There are a lot of good defenders, but whoever wins it, I don't know. I, I genuinely no clue. Um, six man of the year. We can all just agree and give it to Tyler Hero, please. Thank you. Um, that's that. Then we go on to what am I missing? I don't think I'm missing a lot. MVP. Uh, MVP for me, I mean, three players in the running. Everybody knows it. Giannis, Joel, Jokic. For me, it's Jokic. Now, why? You ask me. Um, because of the record, he just he just recently broke. Let's be honest. That that's a, those are crazy stats. Um, and his impact on the uh, Nuggets, because without him, they just wouldn't be a playoff team, I think. Um, that's it. For me, that's just what it is. So, I should have done this before, so I recorded this, but I'm taking a look at his estimated wins at it. Where can I see that? Wait, hold on. Um... <coughs> <coughs> um, estimated wins at it. Mm, like, why? Right, I hear that the advanced stats, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I always like to look at that. It's just good. Uh, what? What? What are even the letters for estimated wins at it? At it? I actually don't know. I just always just, wait. Hold up. Uh, wow. I am really stupid. Uh, turnover usage. Uh, I no, just I can't really find his estimated wins at it right now. I I should have should I should have um I should have sh looked it up before so recording, but I just thought about it right now. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my bad, but I should have looked it up before. But I'm um. I'm just quickly trying to see his um, his his record here. So he is the first one ever. So with 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, and 500 assists in a season, that's incredible. His defense, incredible. He you you could actually make the case for him being also D D DPOY. Um, <clears throat> and he's just so important for the Nuggets and Joel. He's probably going to win this throwing title. He's a great player, right? But I don't know. I'm just going to give the edge to Jokic. I can't really explain to you why. I think that the race really, for me, it's between Jokic and Embiid again. And Giannis falls off a little bit. That's just my opinion. Because I also read sites. Red, because I already read it. Huh? So, I read also some... Um, some sites where they had Giannis as the number one paid for the MVP. So that's just my opinion. I can't really tell you why. It's just my feeling. 
uh, that Giannis falls off a little bit compared to the two. And and Jokic scores more, right? Uh, less, right? But I don't know. He just feels a little bit more versatile. Um, like Giannis and Embiid, they are also they're all versatile players, all right? I'm not saying that Giannis and Joel aren't versatile because Joel is doing the post from mid, from free. You know, Giannis getting way better from free. He can hit a midi, especially do that the hoop, of course. Great defense. Same goes for Embiid. Same goes for Jokic. By the way, people, don't tell me anymore that post play is dead in the NBA. Two players fighting for an MVP for the two plus seasons now play a lot in the post. Jokic, great footwork, great post play. You actually enjoy watching post play again, don't you? Yeah, I know you do. I know it. See? I know it. Um, Joel, the same. Does that mean those players are always in the post and doing that stuff? No, but they can they can do it, and it isn't that, ladies and gentlemen. Is it less than it is in the past? Yes, but is evolution bad necessarily? No. So that's just a little bit of a side thing. Um, but yeah, for me, it's Jokic. I can't really tell you why. It's a record. It's just... It's the first one ever to do that, and uh, there is this video. Um, oh, what's the channel? I can actually. Mm. There is this video. I, I forgot the name of the channel. I could actually Twitter it alert about Jokic, and it was made in like the, the at the half of the season or something. And some of the advanced stats it showed me. Um, yeah, it kind of. Yeah, it's from uh, Jimmy High Roller, but the I is an X, right? So, but I'm pretty certain he just calls it Jimmy. So, uh, yeah, that's that. S- somewhere in the middle of the or the beginning of the season, he made this video about Jokic. It showed me some crazy stats. Um, yeah. And uh, it kind of convinced me that he's one of the best players in the league. I like I already knew that, but that he deserves an MVP again, um, because he has been he has been keep he's been keeping this grind up. So uh, yeah, that's honestly just it. Uh, so did, did that video influence me? Yes. Did the director he just wrote influence me? Yes. But also just I don't know, man. His impact on the Nuggets and yeah, it's just it's a feeling. It's a feeling that Jokic deserves it more but it doesn't mean that joel had a single season not even close oh, oh no he's gonna win his throwing title probably unless Giannis we really throws off um so you know Giannis second in scoring title like this these dudes as well crazy good players i don't think it's one of the most tight mvp races in in recent history i hope we can all agree on that um but Again, just my feeling, and I'm going to give it to Jokic. I'm going to end it off here. Uh, sorry for the few coughs in between, but it was better than I expected it to be, honestly. Uh, the episode is actually also longer than I expected it to be, because my voice hasn't given up on me, so hooray. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to the playoffs. I know you are too. We are all NBA fans, and we're all looking forward to the playoffs. Um, I'll probably make a video before the start of the playoffs or like right at the start going over the series and just predicting it a little bit um that's that i see you then and uh, in the meantime 
be healthy because it's very nice to be healthy. And uh, I wish you a good day and I hope you listen to the next episode as well. Bye.